Welcome back to the Going Going Gooner podcast. I'm Arjun, that's Kyle. Today we have a very special episode for you. It is two days until the January transfer window opens for the soccer you know, window. So we have a very special Arsenal transfer window special for you today. Be sure to give us a follow at Pod on Twitter. And as always, this podcast is brought to you by your party station, Z89. So what we're going to do today is sort of go through the Arsenal squad. And as rumored, Mikel Arteta is planning a squad clear out because of, you know, how shaky Arsenal has been this year. We're planning a clear out and we're planning, you know, to bring some new players in. So we're going to go over the squad, look at some rumors that have been swirling around, look at what we would like to do with the clear out, who we want sold, who we want to keep, who we want to build our team around going into the future. And yeah, that's our plan for this episode. And it's going to be a very special one because, you know, it's talking about stuff we don't usually talk about. Usually we cover games and, you know, specific moments in games. But today it's just centered on the team, the players. And I'm excited for it, Kyle. I'm also very excited. And in honor of this episode and in honor of the clear out, I myself got a haircut. You know, I had to cut off the stuff I didn't want anymore, like Arteta's about to do. You know, we have to get rid of a lot of players and we're going to go through them and we're going to go position by position and we're going to go a lot of these players. We're going to say sell or keep and also talk about the rumors surrounding some of them. So to start, we're going goalkeepers because this is the easiest spot to be at right now to start with. So first thing, we have three goalkeepers in the squad. We have Burt Leno, Runa Runerson, or Alex Runerson, first name, and then Matt Macy. So first name, Burnt Leno. I think we're both going to say the same thing. He's yep. a keep. I think Absolutely. there's no argument there. He's our number one. He's a great goalkeeper. He should be kept for as long as we need him. So, and exactly, I mean, this this summer we sold our backup, Emmy Martinez, because he had a great run of form during lockdown. But, you know, Leno's the number one, and we trust him. And Martinez has been having a great run of form over at Aston Villa too. So very happy for him that he was able to, you know, get some play time. But I'm very happy with Leno too. Someone that I'm not super happy with is Runnerson. Runnerson, man, he, wow, he's had a lot of issues in the Europa League. And we even saw it when Leno was out for a match that he got torched by City for four, for four goals. I mean, they were his mistakes. I, I, it might have to be an Emmy Martinez type of deal that he has to go out on loan somewhere yeah. to, get some sense of first team form back before we bring him back and say, now you're our backup. We need you to be our backup and to be a Europa league keeper because he didn't look good. <laughs> That's the short yeah, of it. And I mean, Runerson before we signed, we signed him this summer. So it's not like we can sell him immediately. That's not how that works. But when we signed him, he wasn't very good. You know, like he's, no, he was average. He was, he was bigged up by the goalkeeping coach for Arsenal. I don't know who it is. But whoever it was said we should get him in the team because he's great and he'll be better in the future. I don't know if I believe that just yet. Um, yeah. Also, I'm making the executive decision. You're adding a third category in there. That category is loan. The loan category is being added in because we can say sell, we can say keep, or we're going to put loan in there. And he's yeah. going in the loan category because we shouldn't sell him because we need a backup. But yeah. <laughs> so Runnerson, I think we can both agree should be in the loan category. I think. Yeah, I think, time, I think so too. Send him out, send him out on a, a six month loan, go somewhere, get some game time, come back. He'll be good to go. The last goalkeeper is Matt Macy. 
the man, the myth, the legend himself. He is currently said to be a free agent uh, as of uh, this coming summer. So I don't think we're going to sell him. Firstly, I think he's going to sign a pre-contract somewhere and go off, or we're going to have to re-sign him. I don't think he's going to be sold. I mean, he's, he's 26 and he, he's been with the club for five years and he's barely seen the field. So, I mean, I think with his contract expiring in a, in, you know, six months, six months from today, I think, you know, he, he's going to, he's going to go, but I mean, we haven't, we've barely seen him on the field. So, I mean, it's not really a loss that a lot of fans will miss, but I think, you know, it's, he's, he's got to go somewhere else. Yeah. And I mean, so he's going in the sell category, but realistically it's like not a, we want him to leave. It's just like, he hasn't had game time. He clearly wants game time. Um, if he stays, it's going to be an Emmy Martinez style deal where he's going to have to keep going back out on loan because of just what it is. Um, but I, he's going to, he'll, he's going to not be sold this window. He's going to sign a pre-contract this window. That's what I think is going to happen. It'll be a contract with someone. It's a matter of who, because he is over the age 23. So he can sign a pre-contract. So Macy is going to be sold, but not in the conventional, let's sell him off and make money. Next up. We're going to the defenders. The first player on this list is the one that I think is going to cause some debate here. Yeah. Uh, I know how we, we have voiced our issues with him in the past on this podcast. We're going with the Spaniard, the right back, Hector Bellerin. I want to know firstly what you think before I say my two cents about Hector. What so, do you think we should do? Hector is honestly, he's been one of my favorite players in the squad. I really like him. He, I mean, before his injury, he was, you know, the right back of the future for us. But, you know, there are clubs that have money that are very interested in Bellerin. Those include Barcelona and PSG. We could get a lot of money for him because those clubs have been in the hunt for him since he was 20. And now Hector Bellerin is how many years old? He is 25. He's 25. That's actually not that old. That's actually not yeah. that old. I mean, he's, yeah. he's, he's had a couple of good games in form, but overall, I think it's a sell because we have Ainsley Maitland-Niles, a youngster, and we also have Cedric that can play that position. But we could get money for him, and that's, that's my main you know, concern with it because if Barcelona and PSG are both have, have both been having interest for Hector in recent years, and if that interest is still there, we could ask for a pretty big sum for him. So that for me is a sell. I couldn't agree anymore. I, or I could agree more. That's the thing. I'll, I can agree as much as I physically can. Yeah. Because again, like you, I love Bellerin. I've loved him <laughs> as a player and he has a very specific skill set. He is a pacey right back who can make up for anything with his pace just flat out. He can outrun anybody. He's a great just one-two passer of the ball, not a good crosser whatsoever. And he, so his issues is that he, A, always tries crossing the ball rather than playing it in. He always, he always makes the wrong decision whether to cross it or play it in. He also just doesn't take on defenders. He doesn't understand the ability that he has a lot of pace and that he's fast. It, it could be him versus Primera soccer, if that was ever to happen, ever. And he would still be like, no, I'm going to pass it backwards. It is 
the most ridiculous thing to see that we know he can outrun literally anybody bar maybe Aubameyang in a foot race. And it may be Mbappe. We saw him and Mbappe go at it. They're neck and neck. And for some reason, Bellerin decides I'm going to go backwards. We know you can beat them down the wing when he's done it. It's looked really good. And it's given us great chances, but he doesn't do it enough. Almost ever. He doesn't, he never does it. So I agree. We sell him. We get rid of him. We get the 40 million we're going to get for him from PSG or Barcelona or one of them. We start Maitland-Niles. If he doesn't work out for the next six months, in the summer, we sign someone. We have Cedric as well if we need to. But I say we go out in the summer if we have the money, go sign somebody. So Bellerin's got to go. I, I, he, may, he might have a lot of assists for us, but assists mean squat when you play awfully and the assists come in the most random of ways. I, I, he's got to go. That's, that's short of it. He has to be gone. So next up, the other wing, the other wing back. This guy has to stay for the next 20 years. I think Tierney. Kieran Tierney's there's not an easier stay. decision. There's not an easier decision here. Kieran Tierney. Uh, it's a keep and he's our future captain. And, you know, he's been the best player on the team since we, since we signed him, I think. Yes. So I think Kieran Tierney is a 100%, 150% keep. Yeah. I, we can't, we can't praise him enough. He's, we, we, we've praised Martinelli on this show. We're praising Kieran, Kieran Tierney more. We've said it a lot. He He's going to be the Arsenal captain of the future. He is our hope. He is our savior. He's <laughs> He's got to stay. He's he's going to be one of the best left backs in the world in the next five years. Mark my words. So he, he has to stay. Uh, the player after him is a bit more interesting. Not in the context of selling, but in the context of what we're doing with him. And that's William Saliba. Now, Saliba has been with the U23s for God knows how long. And there apparently are a lot of issues with him personally that it's they're keeping him down to protect him. And there's no, no one knows exactly why. We're, we haven't been told why. But every fan and everyone wants to see Saliba play for us. And it's very clear if every fan had their way, it would be Saliba and Gabrielle lining up side by side at center backs for us. But because Absolutely. of whatever the deal is, Saliba's not playing. And it puts us in a weird spot. Because again, as I said, Saliba and Gabrielle should be our future center back pairing. That should be what it is. Saliba was this talked up young kid and he looked great. He played once and he looked amazing. Like flat out. And we've seen Gabrielle play and he's unstoppable. He's awesome. And we want to see the two of them together. But I don't think it's going to happen because of whatever behind the scene thing is happening. But I don't think we see him play for us until next the next season starts. I think this entire so season we're I not think, see him play. So I think what's happening with Saliba is that they're looking to send him back out on loan um, this January, and I think that's what's going to end up happening. So he we signed him last summer, and uh, well, not last summer, two summers ago, and he stayed on loan at Saint Etienne in France for a year which was his parent club, his former club. And then he came over to Arsenal this summer and hasn't started in the Premier League since. He's not even in the Premier League squad. So whatever's going on there, he's not a sell because he is a really, really promising center back. I think what's going to happen is he's alone. He's going to be loaned. But, you know, he's got to be an Arsenal player at some point because we spent the money on him. He chose us over Spurs. He wants to be an Arsenal player. 
So I think there's a clear choice here. We keep him, but I think what's going to happen is he's going to get loaned out maybe for six months, come back next summer, and hopefully whatever is going on, which you know we have no transparency on, absolutely none. Whatever's going on, I hope it gets fixed, and I hope Saliba and Gabrielle are the partnership of the future. I agree with that. I think I think what's going to happen, I, I would obviously would prefer him to play for us right now. Like I, I use him as my FIFA center back. He's the player I use in FIFA as like whatever team I've been using in FIFA 21. I have bought him first and he's been the best center back in the world in five years, which I think he could be, but he's not going to play under Arteta, at least currently. So I think he has to go back out on loan somewhere in France, most likely because it's his native tongue. It's easier for him to say. So he'll go back on loan somewhere in France for the next six months, get some game time, come back next year, him, Gabrielle, bing, bang, boogie. The next player, the next center back, Socrates. He is out of contract over the summer. He's out of contract after this uh, season is done. And because of that, he's going to be quote unquote sold. He's going to, he's going to sign a pre-contract somewhere. He, he has to, we signed him from Dortmund and he looked, he has his moments where he looks promising. looks like a general, but he has these just inept moments where he just doesn't understand that he shouldn't have to be in the midfield. Like he, he, he defends like any striker. And then he ends up like where our striker is. And it makes no sense how he got there. And that's, it's a weird issue to have. So I think he's going to sign a pre-contract somewhere and leave. And that wouldn't shock me if it happens. I, I, I think this is one of the easier decisions too. It's he's dead weight. I mean, we, we haven't played him. He's in the Premier League squad, I believe, but he is, you know, he's listed, but uh, he's, he's not going to stay for long. So I, uh, yeah, this is a sell and you know, he, he'll leave on a free transfer, but that's yeah. what's going to have to happen. He's gone. He's going somewhere. And someone who's not going somewhere, again, a very easy decision to make. Gabrielle, he's staying. Yeah. He's, not gonna leave. he's not leaving. We're not letting him leave. That's, that's, that's also one of the easier decisions. We just signed him. He's looked incredible since joining us. And he's our center back of the future. Him absolutely. and hopefully Saliba. I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, his most re- recent partner at center back, um, and someone who's been partnering Pablo Mari, who we'll get to later, Rob Holding. What do we think about Rob? Because he's been with us for a, a few years now. He's shown a lot of bright. He's shown a lot of bright play. He's shown a lot of I can do it. He looks like a good center back, but I don't know if he's someone that is going to be our in our best future. I think personally, we keep him. I think he shouldn't be sold yet. I think I understand the reasoning behind people saying if they, if we should sell him, I understand. Like, I'm not saying we shouldn't sell him. I'm just saying we shouldn't sell him yet. I think we keep him. We hold on to him and we see what we can do with him because he has shown us a lot of promise and he's shown he can play center back. Well, we've seen it the last few games with him and Pablo Mari, and we've seen it with him and Gabrielle. He can play center back really well. It's just a, can he stay healthy and can he keep his form up? So I think we keep Rob Holding personally. What do you think? So my, yeah, my thoughts on Rob Holding is that he's a perfect player for squad depth. And he's, she shouldn't be, you know, a consistent starting center back. You know, he shouldn't be our first or second option, 
but I think for what he is, you know, as a third or fourth option at center back to rotate, I think he's perfect for that. He's a really solid player and he can hold his own. And, you know, that's, that's what he's there for. So uh, Rob holding is um, a keep for me and it's not, I really wouldn't consider selling him at all because, you know, with the other center backs we have that we're going to hopefully clear out, Rob Holding needs to stay and keep that depth for us. So he's a keep for me. Yeah. So we're in agreement. Rob Holding is a keep. Someone who I also think is a keep just because we've recently signed him. And if we're selling Bellerin and we need depth is Cedric. I think we keep him because again, great for squad depth. He's looked good for us when he's come on. I have no reason to want to sell him personally. That's just me. Yeah, I have no reason to want to sell him, but I think the signing itself just baffled me. It was confusing. Um, it was weird. Why? Out of all players, yeah, we couldn't I mean, have gotten a better right back than Bellerin? Like, yeah, I mean, the, the signing confuses me, but, I mean, if he's going to be there for squad depth, if we end up selling Bellerin and Maitland-Niles becomes the starting right back, Cedric is a good player for depth. But, you know, I don't see why we didn't try and improve on Bellerin when we signed Cedric. So that signing always confused me. So, But, I mean, it's not a sell. It's not yeah. a hard sell. I mean, I'm really indifferent towards Cedric, honestly. Like, if he leaves, then, you know, fine, I guess. Um, yeah, but but if he leave. leaves and Bellerin leaves, then we'll have to sign somebody. But yeah. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think Cedric gets sold. I don't think he's in the plans for the clear out. So I think he, I think he stays, and uh, you know, it, it, he should, I guess. Yeah, he should stay. I'm fine with him staying. Someone I'm not fine with staying, and someone who's also going to most likely leave because he is uh, ending his contract again, just like Socrates, just like Matt Macy. Another player who is out of contract this summer is Shkodron Mustafi. The man himself, the, the German we signed from Valencia with all of this hope, all of this, we heard this praise of he's a great center back and we signed him in that fateful window where we spent like a hundred million and it, it, it went south real fast. He has shown us a few bright spots, but far and few between those bright spots were. He's shown us he can head the ball really well from corners, but that doesn't mean anything when you can't defend. So Mustafi, like Socrates, I think is going to leave on a free transfer over the summer. I think he he doesn't want to like earn the club money. So he was going to go out on on a free, which is horrible, but okay. I'm fine with that. I think, I mean, yeah, I honestly don't blame him because, you know, he's probably, when he was regularly in the squad, he was consistently the scapegoat, but, you know, for good reason. Um, he, you know, he's, he's shown so many lapses in judgment that it's honestly surprising that we've had him for four full years, um, which is so weird to think about that, you know, he's been so scrutinized that he's stayed through three managing managers in in arsenal so he's a sell that's a pretty easy decision for me um he's a very clear part of this clear out so i think that's not a hard decision yeah he's got to go he has a lapse in judgment every 10 seconds it seems like so he's he's gone um someone i think should have been gone a while ago but has somehow remained here even though we've gotten offers for like 15 20 million for him uh is callum chambers I think he has to go at this point. I understand the squad depth with him. I think he's just got to go. I think there's no reason to keep him if we can make 15, 20 million off of his sale. 
I think he's he's got to he's got to bounce. He's got to get out of here. And I, I feel bad for Callum Chambers because he struggled with injuries, and he you know had had a couple had a season or two where he was you know a good rotation player for us, and he played pretty well. But I mean, injuries have really killed him, and he's been with the club for six years now. So I mean, we know we know the potential that he had that it's you know sort of gone gone sideways because of those injuries. So you know, I think he's still got something left in the tank. So I think a sell would be a smart decision, but I don't know that it happens um, because, you know, we have so much dead weight in this back line that we need to keep somebody. So for me, I, I think he should be sold, but I think he'll end up staying. I can agree to that. I think he should be sold, but for the depth purposes, he will be kept. Uh, someone who I think we're going to keep because recent signing, He's looked good when he's played because he's been injured a lot. Was Pablo Mari. He's looked good. Like, we can't say anything otherwise. He's looked good. He looks promising. I trust him. I think he's got to stay. And also another weird signing. Um, He's 27, and we signed him for 4 million pounds. So it was a very odd signing to, you know, take bring someone like that to Arsenal, you know, someone who, you know, probably is peaking right now. Um, I guess which makes sense, but you know he's looked good. He's a recent signing, and he was very cheap, um, you know, by Arsenal standards. So he's he's a he's a keep, um, especially for that depth. So yeah, that's that's my take on Pablo Murray. Yeah, he's he's got to stay. Uh, someone who is also like a lot of our defenders are this year, running out of contract, is the sideshow Bob himself. Sideshow Bob David Luiz is running out of contract, I believe, uh, to end this summer. Do we keep him? This is one I think is more interesting than a lot of people like perceive it to be because he's looked good on occasion and he's looked average on occasion and he's looked bad on occasion. We don't really know what we're going to get with David Luiz. I think he's unpredictable. He's I think yeah. he's 33 years old. We signed him on a one-year deal, I believe, um, from Chelsea for like eight million, uh, eight million pounds. So I don't know if we re-sign him or if he just ends up becoming a free agent. I don't think he signs a pre-contract. I think we let the contract run out and he goes somewhere else in the summer. I think we'll hold on to him through this window. But yeah, David Luiz is just really unpredictable because you know his age. He's very clearly past his prime as a defender and the signing was cheap. It was, you know, temporary in my view. I don't think David Luiz was meant to be an Arsenal player for more than one year. No. Yeah. So, he was brought He was brought on to just be a fill gap, to be someone you can at least trust more than Mustafi and Socrates in these lot. So I think he's going to stay through the window. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if we sign him to another one year deal, to be honest, if we just bring him back again for just extra, just as a precaution, um, I think I think that is a possibility, but I it'll, it'll happen near that. the end of the it'll happen near the end of the season if it does if he yeah. signs a new contract. We'll see though. Um, last defender, we're at the last one finally. Uh, also, we're gonna get to the, the loanees later. Those will be a yeah. later discussion. Um, the next defender, the last defender, he has actually been rumored to have agreed to a deal to go back to his former club of Schalke and take a very large pay cut to do so is Sead Kolasinac. He, let me say it off the bat, he, the human Hulk himself, has in spells 
looked incredible going forward. Like he has looked amazing going forward for us, but he's not getting in over Tierney, not even close. And he wants game time. And he's, I believe going to be on a free contract after this year, or he's going to go back on loan uh, to Schalke. And then he's going to end up after like over the summer, probably signing a contract there. Um, so I think Klaus Notch has to go. I think that's just kind of the, the truth of it. I love him. He's a player. I love watching. He's not getting an over tyranny. It's just not happening. And the rumors, the rumors came in today that um, Kolasinac was in talks to go back to Schalke on loan. So that's already in the works. So, you know, it's a, it's a pretty easy decision. We, we loan him out. And then I think he leaves this summer. Yeah. I think he's, he's gone this summer, but for now he'll stay on, just be on loan somewhere else in Schalke most likely. Now we move on to the midfield. Uh, so let me quickly update, by the way, I'll do this after each position group. Goalkeepers was so minimal. He was here or there. The players who we should be keeping, who we agree to be keeping so far, we've got Burt Leno, Kieran Tierney, Gabriel, Rob Holding, Cedric, Pablo Mari, David Luiz. The players that we want to send on loan are Runner Runnerson and William Saliba. The players you want to sell, we've got Matt Macy, Hector Bellerin, Socrates, Shkodran Mustafi, Callum Chambers, and Sead Kalasinach. Some player who is not going into the sell category and should be kept for a very long time is Bukayo Saka. He has to be kept. He he's got. I it. think that's it's it's a no brainer. He's been so good for us, and his creativity is just unmatched. Um, he's he's given us life in the season, and he's only nineteen still. So that's. He's Arsenal through and through, and I think he stays for a long time. We hope. He is, we hope. He is one of our future talents. He's amazing. He looks awesome. Uh, someone who is on loan for us is Danny Ceballos. He's on loan till the summer. I think he stays through the summer. I think that's just what it's going to be. He's going to stay here for the six-month six period. I don't think he's going to leave. I don't think we're going to send him back to Real Madrid. I just. I think what's going to happen is he's going to he's going to go back to Real Madrid, and I think he gets sold to another club that isn't Arsenal. Um, in the summer next, or right now? Next summer. Next summer. Okay. He's gonna he's gonna go back to Real Madrid next summer, get sold to a club that isn't Arsenal. Um, Danny Ceballos has also shown you know what he can do, but uh, he's not going to be a permanent fixture of this team. I don't think. Yeah, he's not. Um, the next player, do we want to do him now or do we want to wait on him? Uh, I think we should talk about it now because okay. we're going to do because it. It's a very interesting discussion. Interesting is the, is the short way of putting it. Um, we are talking about, uh, our, a, a spot we will talk even more about later, which is Mesut Ozil and our central attacking midfield maestro himself. He has been essentially ousted from Arsenal Football Club for at least the last year, if not longer, it feels like. He signed this huge, humongous contract, which at the time, everyone said was a bad move. We did it because we were selling Alexis and that it was a clear, we keep one of the two of them. And we sold Alexis and said, we got to sign Ozil and keep him because we don't want to sell him yet. So we signed him to a contract that basically made him immovable that it was a contract where no one else wanted to sign him because if he was to leave, you'd have to pay an exorbitant amount of wage to get him. Even on loan, his, his wage would have been crazy. So because of that, we kept him. And I've been an advocate for playing Ozil 
for this season, as you as you've all heard on the podcast before. And I want to play him. I want to. Keyword, I want to. Not what Arteta wants to and not what will happen. What I think is going to happen because he is out of contract this summer as well, and I think you're going to talk about it as well, is that I think he's going to sign a pre-contract somewhere or he's going to run his contract down and leave. I think I'm going to put him in the sell category personally, but I do want to hear your thoughts on the Ozil, the guy who got shut out by us. So Ozil is the player in this squad who has been with us the longest. Um, and it is a real shame that he's been shut out of the team, but we both want him to play, but the reality is he's not signing a contract with Arsenal. So he's, uh, in my view, he's going to leave in the summer um, on a free transfer. And the good news with that is that we get rid of that contract. So we get, you know, space opened up to sign new players with, you know, wages that aren't 350,000 pounds a week. Um, and so Ozil, I think, leaves in the summer and goes to the MLS because he's shown Ooh. desire. He's wanted to do that. Uh, he's shown that he's wanted to go to the MLS. I think DC United have been in talks or not talks. I think DC United have been the rumored team. So those are my thoughts on Ozil. I think he should be playing, but if he's not going to, then he's, he's got to go. Yeah. Which is the sad truth. I, it's, it is a sad truth. That's the best way to put it, that it's, he's a player who is very clearly he's talented. He is when on his day, he's one of the best, if not the best central attacking midfielders in the world, that that left foot, there are some passes I've never seen done by anybody else besides maybe Lionel Messi and Iniesta and like Xavi, like the top tier of passers in the world. We've seen it. He played at Real Madrid. He showed how brilliant he is. His first touch is next level. It's Ronaldinho-esque first touch. And to see him leave hurts in this fashion that if it was say a Bayern Munich coming in and offering an exorbitant fee and him leaving because of that, that's one thing, but us ousting him. And it's clear that it's not Arteta's doing. I think it's clear that it's a board decision that they realize they screwed up by giving him this 350 K a week contract. And that they basically were like, he just shouldn't play for us. And I think that's stupid. It's dumb, but it happened and we can't go back to change it. So I think Ozil's going to be sold. And by that, I mean, pre-contract, which is what you said. He's going to sign a contract either pre-contract wise, or he's going to sign one over the summer, but he's gone. I think that's the the cold, hard truth of it. Um, which as I've said, it sucks because I love him as a player. He's awesome to watch. His left foot, again, as we've said, is majestic. It's, it's magic. And Ozil was, I mean, when I first started supporting Arsenal, my favorite player was Theo Walcott. And then once he got, once he went down with injury and then had to leave, um, you know, my first Arsenal jersey was an Ozil jersey. So, you know, he's, he was my favorite player. And it sucks to see this happen to him. But like you said, we can't go back and change it. And nobody can go back and change it. So he's got to go. And that's what's going to end up happening. And I just hope he gets, you know, a run in the team maybe later on in the year sometime to, you know, send him off properly. Because that's what he deserves. He's an Arsenal legend at this point. He deserves it. He does. Um, 
and I know we've taken a very slightly like sad and somber note, but it's, it's tough seeing a player that really like, since we signed him for that 45 million euros, he's, he's been our best player. Like Alba and Alexis are probably only the two I can think of that are on that level for us. Um, and he deserves the praise he's gotten and he just deserved the hate he's gotten, but you can't deny how good of a player he's been. He's been lights out for us. So I, it's sad to see, but I wish Ozil only the best for the future. Um, and if he comes to the MLS, I'm going to make sure I go and watch him play in person because I couldn't get to see it while he's been in Arsenal. And I will make sure to go see it when he plays in the MLS, if he does. Um, the next player we're going to talk about, this is a very sad, a weird switch up. Uh, next player, I think we can both agree should be kept. And I know you're really high on is Ainsley. Yes. I think Ainsley Maitland-Niles is behind Saka. I think he is our second best Academy product. Um, I think he shows incredible composure on the ball and he shows that he is really versatile. He can play, left back, right back, left wing back, right wing back. He's even played in the midfield. He can go anywhere. And he's shown that time and time again, he deserves to get a lot more playing time than he does right now to, you know, develop him into the player that we know he can be. He is currently uh, 23 years old and he's been, you know, in the senior club for three years now. So he still has a lot of developing to do. And I think if he can, get some runs in the team. He can be a really solid player for us moving forward as part of the core that, you know, Arteta has planned for us. So I hope he gets more run in the team. I know this isn't really about transfers, but you know, it's an obvious keep for me. It's an obvious keep. Obvious keep for me as well. And the next player, I'm going to give you one word to say your decision on him because it's straightforward. Thomas Partey. Keep. Agreed. Thomas Partey is being kept. I don't think we can say much more than that about him. Uh, next it's up. really not. Yeah, we, we can't. Uh, next up, Mohamed El Neni. This is someone I want to hear your take first. Let me hear it. What do you think about So, El- again, really weird signing. Uh, we got him four years ago when he was 24 years old. And he's been, you know, solid. I guess that's what you can say. Just solid, you know, a player that you can rely on. But I don't know if he's in the plans for the future squad. He's 28 now. He's probably past his best football. And his contract is up next year in 2022. So if we want to get some money, I think for me, this is a sell. For me, this is a sell. Because we need... We've really marked the midfield as a core of a lot of the issues with Arsenal and El Nani doesn't really improve it. He doesn't necessarily make it worse, but he doesn't really improve it. So for me, it's a sell. I I'm in the same boat on the context of him as a player. I personally think he's a keep for squad depth that, as you said, he doesn't improve us, but I know I can trust him. It's the same weird style of deal that David Luiz has, that it's like you can put him in and trust he's not going to royally screw up. David Luiz can do that on occasion, and then he really can't screw up. It's more of whoever he's partnered with is the one that's going to screw up more likely. Um, So I 
think El Nenny will be kept until the end of his contract. I personally think that's what I would do, which sounds bad to say because we're getting nothing for him, but we need depth and he's someone you can trust to put in a shift at CDM. So I think we keep him and just kind of let him be for now and play for us when we need him to, when someone's hurt and trust he'll do the job for us. Um, the next player. Ooh, he's not going to get his minutes. Is he Joe Willick? So I've not been the biggest Joe Willick fan, but he is only understatement. 21 understatement understatement. Yeah, he is only 21. And unless we bring in, you know, a blockbuster center attacking mid or a blockbuster center mid again, he's a keep for me. I don't think he should be sold because he does put in valuable minutes where, you know, we wish Ozil could be playing when he leaves, who fills that role. You know, I think Joe Willick is a keep. He's an academy player, a Hayland boy. I don't want to sell him as much as I criticize him for, you know, being sort of just there on the pitch and not really contributing much. I think he can, and he's got time to show that he can. So I think for me, Joe Willick is a keep. It might be a little hypocritical of me to say that because of how much I've, you know, shown my distaste for when Willick comes on instead of Pepe or someone in a, in a crucial moment in a match. But so be it. He's a keep. I can agree to that. I think he should be kept. I think personally he should actually go out on loan somewhere. I don't think it'll happen. But I think he should, if realistically, if the stars aligned, he should go out on loan somewhere, get a bit more experience playing constantly and consistently, and then come back, and then we'll see what we've got. But I think he's going he's gonna to stay. That's the short of it. He's going to stay. Um, next up is another guy who's another Youth Academy product. Emil Smith-Rowe, we've seen him play the last two Premier League matches in a row. My word, he, I mean, he's deserved it for a while to play for us. And finally, he's getting the chance he deserves. And he's looked awesome for us. I think we keep him. I think he has to stay. He's shown he's got promise. We know he's got promise. He's Mm -hmm. played everywhere. He's 6'1". He's a strong, powerful runner. I want to keep him. And I think, realistically, I could see us selling him in a year or two for like 30 million, 40 million. I think he's got to stay. I think, actually, I'm just going to go back to Joe Willock just really quick first. Go for it. Go for it. With the Alex Owobi deal, we got 30 or 40 million for him. If we get something like that for Willock, he can he can go. Yeah, I can agree to that. Um, That's the same thing with both him and with Smith Rowe. If we get 40 million, I'll let him go. And also, I'm going to say the same thing for someone coming up in the attackers. Oh, yeah. Um, but... If we get that kind of money, like, I mean, Alex Awobi showed he played a lot more than Willick did, and he showed a little more promise than Willick did. But if we get that kind of money for Joe Willick, I'd be completely fine with sending him off. I'm the same. Smith Rowe, as of now, he stays, obviously, for me, because he just joined the senior squad, and he gets, he's starting to get the minutes, and I think along with Saka in that midfield, he's part of our core for the future. I hope he stays for a while. Um, hopefully he can get the run in the team like Sokka did back with Emery. And then hopefully Smith Rowe can show the same kind of promise that Sokka did and, you know, put in the performance to the team like he has been. So Smith Rowe is a keep. Yeah, he's a keep. 
And the last midfielder of the squad might be the most fun discussion. We've, we've obviously had the sad discussion with Ozil. And now it's the fun discussion with someone who's been very maligned at Arsenal. He's had a very interesting few years here since he joined from uh, Mönchengladbach. Uh, and I believe 2016 is when he joined. I could be wrong if you want to fact check me. Uh, but the Swiss international Granite Xhaka number sell, four. Sell, <laughs> sell, What's sell. What's that? Can you repeat that real quick for me? Sell, Excuse sell. Me. Are you saying keep? No. <laughs> so Xhaka, I mean, obviously, our midfield goes as he goes. You know, do we want to? Do we want that? No. Do we want, do we want our midfield to rely on Granite Xhaka? No. It's a sell. And especially since, I mean, he's taken a lot of heat. His contract is up in 2023. We could get money for him. And I don't think it happens, though. I don't think it happens oh, as much that. as we want it to. That. <laughs> I don't think it happens because I think with the amount of chances Arteta has given this guy, I don't know what it is. I don't know what Jaka has on Arteta, if it's blackmail or something. <laughs> but Conspiracy theory against Granite Jaka. Yeah. I mean, look, I don't hate the guy. He's put in a lot of good performances for Arsenal. But he's shown time and time again, he doesn't have the maturity to lead a midfield. When he does, it goes really well. But more often than not, it doesn't go well. The game against Chelsea, he was bright. He was fantastic. And the game against Brighton, he was dull. He sat back, played side passes. It's the dichotomy. It's the inconsistency. We don't want our midfield relying on Granit Xhaka. For me, it's a sell. It, I don't think it happens. But I don't need our midfield to rely on him anymore. I couldn't have said it any better, to be fully truthful with you. I... I think the summary of it is that this project with Granite Xhaka has come to an end. We signed yes. him under Arsene Wenger and he he's put in a lot of great performances for us, but the great performances are outnumbered by the bad performances and the bad performances are outnumbered by the worst performances. And those are outnumbered by the worst performances that we have seen time and time again, just dumb, arrogant, childish mistakes from Xhaka like almost on a monthly basis we see one he always has a good three weeks and then he makes a dumb error and it's right back to where he was it is awful he I think we can get like 40 million for him that sounds almost absurd to a lot of people but again he's young and he's a really talented midfielder all it's gonna take is for him to be signed by the right team with the right coach and he will look great Arteta wasn't the right coach. Emery wasn't the right coach. Wenger wasn't the right coach. I think it takes somebody. I don't know who, if that's a Jose Mourinho or something. I don't know. But it take, it's going to take a, maybe even a Diego Simeone, someone like that, to coach him properly and to teach him discipline. And he will be a great midfielder. But he will not be a great midfielder for Arsenal FC. Please sell him. <laughs> sell him. I don't want him go. I don't want him here anymore. He's gone. He's got to be gone. That's that's that that yeah. That summarizes my feelings on him. I think that's agreed upon. Um, 
after that, we are done with the midfield. We will, obviously there's a few loanees we'll get to later. Um, but currently how it projects is keeping. We have Leno, Tierney, Gabrielle, Holding, Cedric, Pablo Mari, David Luiz, Saka, Ceballos, Maitland-Niles, Partey, Elneny, Willick, and Smithrow as our keeps. Our loans are the same as last time, Runnerson, Saliba. Our cells, we have only two additions to the cell pile of Macy, Bellerin, Socrates, Mustafi, Chambers, Klasinac. The two joining players who we are selling from our midfield is none other than the two lefties, Mesut Ozil and Granit Xhaka. Now, we move on to the forwards. And we're going to go, we're going to go in the normal order. We're going to go number order, as we have been. And the first player on this list is one that actually intrigues me to see what you think about it. Alexandra Lacazette. Um, For me, Lacazette keep. Because he, I don't know if we bring in a striker this window. And if we don't, Lacazette is a great number two. And he has been for a while. And when he picks up his form, he can be really great. Um. I think he's a keep for me and it's tough because Lacazette, we could get a lot of money for him because he's still a very good striker and, you know, 29 years old for a striker isn't old. So it is difficult because he has a lot of quality and he always has, but for me, it's, it's a, it's a tough call, but it's a keep for me because he, fills the role that he needs to. And recently he's been playing really well. So I think regardless, I think Lacazette should stay. I agree. I think Lacazette should stay. I don't think this window, anyone's going to offer the money that we'd need to sell him. I think over the summer, we're going to see a team offer 45 million. Like in that, again, we've said that number a lot, 40, 45 million, that range, because that's what he's worth. He's a really good striker on his day. We're going to see someone come in. I don't know who it is. It could even be Leon coming back for him. But I think someone's going to come back and want to sign Lacazette. And I think we sell him. We sell him for $45 million. I think for now we're going to keep him, and we should keep him, so he's going to go in the keep pile. Because as you said, he looks good. He's playing well. On his day, he's one of the best strikers in the Premier League. And for that reason, we keep him. But I think next summer, it might be reevaluated. And if we want to bring in someone else like um, Edouard from uh, Celtic or someone like that, then we'll talk about it then. But for now, Laka is a keep. He also, fun fact, is my only Arsenal. He's my, he was the first Arsenal player kit I bought. Uh, so I have a connection to him. Next yes. up. Me with Ozil. <laughs> yeah. Next up. The player who we shouldn't have signed. And we've said it on this show countless times why he's here we don't know Willian <laughs> it's a he's 32 and we signed him to a three-year contract which was dumb what was on dumb. earth what on earth were we thinking and signing him we have I've expressed my frustrations towards Willian so much on here I'm just gonna keep it short Sell, not going to happen. We signed him six months ago, but sell, leave, please. It's not a hard decision for me. 
He's not going to be sold in the January window, obviously. He's not going to be sent out on loan. He's 32 years old. He doesn't need to develop anymore. It's just a really weird signing, one that I'll question forever. He's not going to be sold. So what, what else we, what do we even say about him in a transfer special? I don't know. That's the issue is that he, he shouldn't have been signed in the first place. And I, let me put it this way. One, I don't want to see him start for us ever unless it's a match that is the equivalent of lower than the Carabao Cup, if that's possible for us. Um, that is the only time I want to see him play. And even then, probably not. And he should not play for us. But I think we're going to, as you said, what's going to happen, we're going to keep him. And he, he should just ride the bench and ride the reserves for the rest of his Arsenal contract till we sell him. He, I don't want to see him start. I don't, I don't want to see him on the bench, but we're going to see him on the bench. And yeah. I get it. He has his moments where he's looked amazing, but I mean, we saw literally it. one game, one we game, saw, the yeah. game against Fulham, yeah. the, his was, debut. That, that was, was it. He peaked on his debut against Fulham, which is awful, awful to say. So Willian, bye-bye. We want you gone. You're not going to get sold, but we want you gone. Next up, someone who we should keep and we should keep forever and ever and ever until he he's he's growing old but we should keep it, in my opinion is alba i don't see a reason to sell him i understand the people thinking we can get a lot of money for him etc but alba again alba is the only reason we had any hope of the europa league last year he's the only reason we scored goals last year the only reason we have to keep this man he again he's one of the best strikers in the world and, he's and it's not, and if we wanted to get money for him, we would have sold him this summer. And we just couldn't do that because he was such an integral piece to the team. He yeah. just signed a contract. He's staying, no doubt about it. And he even said it over the summer. He said, I had offers from Barcelona and Real Madrid to join them. And he yeah. said, I want to stay at Arsenal. He should stay. He, we have no reason to sell him. There's not a single reason. There's more reason to sell Lacazette than to sell Aubameyang. So... Unless we bring in Erling Holland or Mbappe, Alba's gonna stay. That's that's my view. If we bring Holland in, I'll consider it. But until that happens, when which will be never, Alba's gonna stay. Uh, someone who I think also should stay is our biggest signing of all time, Nicolas Pepe. He he's been hurt. He's been in the team because of stupidity a whole host of things. I think he has to stay. I don't see, I don't think we're going to sell him anyway. That'd be a dumb thing to do because you are guaranteeing a loss on him. So yeah. I think he's got to stay at the bare minimum because we'd make a loss on him. But I also think he's, he's ridiculously talented. I think for me, Pepe has shown that he can be a great player. He plays too wide right now. If he can get, uh, infield a little more and you know swap around with soccer which, which on that note is the reason we should sell Bellerin because if Bellerin made overlapping runs Pepe would drift inwards because then Bellerin would come outside yeah. of him that's what exactly. Martinelli and Tierney did so well in the past few games that's what <laughs> we want Pepe doing with name that right back but Bellerin doesn't understand it so I'm sorry I had to throw more hatred at Bellerin I love him as a person <laughs> he needs to go so yeah Pepe, and Pepe yeah, it's an easy keep. We haven't really gotten the return on him that we spent on him. 
but I think hopefully it comes soon. Um, he's a keep for me, and it's it's a pretty easy decision. And I think another easy decision coming up right here, Reese Nelson. Reese Nelson, yeah, exactly. What do you think? Let me. You're, I think uh, Reese you're Nelson. High, really high. On he's him. 21. He has shown a lot of spark in the Europa League. He's been injured, so he hasn't gotten the run in the team in the Premier League recently. But Reese Nelson is part of the the young core that should be the future of Arsenal. And um, I, unless you know, like. This isn't the player who I was going to say it about, but unless we get, you know, the money like we did for Awobi for Nelson, uh, he stays. I agree. He, him, Willick, Emil Smith-Rowe, and the player we're going to talk about next, and Katia, who I think we can group into this discussion. If we get a Awobi-style offer for any of them, I think we sell. But until that happens, they stay. I think Nelson and, and Katia are the same boat. I think they've shown promise. They've shown brilliance. We keep them. And Ketia maybe on loan. Nelson. We so for me, and Ketia was who I was going to say that about. I was going to say if we get the money for him, we sell him because Ketia is a good goal scorer, but he doesn't show the same kind of promise that a striker should. So for me, and Ketia is honestly in the same group as Willock for me. He hasn't super impressed me recently. He was our top goal scorer until Lacazette has scored a couple in the last couple games this season. But regardless of that, he hasn't really impressed me. He hasn't really passed the eye test for me. So that's the only concern for me with Eddie. Um, If we get the money for him, I think we sell him. But for me, he's a keep. Hopefully he can develop a little more. But as of now, he's in that same category as Willock to me. If we get a good offer for him. Uh, he was really good at Leeds last year when he awesome. played in the championship. And if he can, you know, do that with another squad, then great. And if he can do it with us, even better. So he's a keep. See, I think he's a keep, but I personally am going to and think we should put him in the sell category. I think because of what you said, that he hasn't shown us anything past his goal scoring threat and nothing against the guy, but we have technically three strikers ahead of him that Martinelli, Alba, and Laka can all kind of play that spot where he plays. And I don't think there's enough space for all of the attackers we have. That realistically, and we'll say this for Martinelli, Martinelli's a keep. I think you're probably going to say the same. So we'll just chalk that up real quick. Um, But let's look at it. Left wingers, we have Martinelli and Saka can both play left wing. You also have um, Nelson can play there and Smith Rowe can play there if need be. Same with Alba and Locke. Like there's, I think there's too many cooks in the kitchen for us. So I think because of that, and Ketty is the one that kind of has to go because he's kind of the like, I can play striker, but I can't do more than just that. If it makes sense. Like, I think he's the one who would go first along. I think him and Willick would be the first two to go personally for me. Yeah. I think in that attack, I think we would benefit from maybe bringing in, you know, someone who is an out and out winger, um, especially on that right side, because, you know, Pepe will be our starter, but I mean, there's Willie on there, but I don't want him to play. So I don't think we, I don't I think we would benefit from bringing in an attacker, but I don't think it will happen. I think the midfield will be the main focus this window. It should be. I th- I think we won't benefit from an attacking 
winger slash forward, but you benefit from an attacking midfielder, which we'll get to in a second. Um, so Martinelli's a keep, and I. What do you think about Enketia? Do we put him in the sell category or do we put him in the keep category? I think because um, it's a weird spot for him. It's like yeah, it's like, it is. I think I think I think we put him in the keep category because we need that depth. Well, I think we need. I think I'm we need. Gonna, depth. I'm gonna say something, and because I've just I've just thought about it while we were sitting here, um, there is one more guy who's technically not in the Premier League squad. Who I think is the other reason we should sell Enketia. Balogun? Balogun. Yeah. I, I want to keep him. I want to keep him. Balogun is rumored. Balogun is rumored to have offers from other clubs. Yeah. Right now. Liverpool good. namely. <laughs> Liverpool namely. Yeah. And I think the Bundesliga are also looking to snap him up. So I don't want him to leave. But if he does end up leaving in this window, it would be a shame because he hasn't gotten the run in the squad that he deserves. But ooh, that's a tough one. If Balogun leaves and Ketia stays, if Nketiah, if Balogun stays, then I think Nketia leaves. I think, yeah, we can't that's, have both. It's a one or the other. It's like Alexis and Ozil was. We can't have, we couldn't have both one or the other. And Ketia and Balogun are the same. I'll agree with that. That if Nketia leaves, Balogun stays, Balogun leaves and Ketia stays. That's how we're going to do that. So that. I don't, I'm trying to think what other youngsters do we have that um, would The only one I can think of that's not in the squad is Miguel Aziz. Aziz, I mean, keep him, maybe loan him. That's, yeah. I would. So I'll, I want to talk about the three players on loan really quick. Yeah, I'll put, I'll check uh, Aziz, so, by the way, in the loan category because he's not going to get yeah. a run just yet. So we'll check him in the loan category. But yes, the three players on loan currently. We'll start with the defender, Konstantinos Mavropanos. We've seen real good stuff from him, but he's currently on loan. And what do you think? What do you think about Mavropanos? Um, with the with the clear out that we're gonna have in the defense, I think we should recall him from loan. Or when his loan is up, I think he should get a run in the team at least as a squad depth player, uh, especially if we send Saliba out on loan. So that's my thoughts on Mavropanos. I think he should, you know, play for Arsenal at some point because he is a young center back and he could be good for us. And he's been on loan for a bit now. So uh, with the clear out that I think will happen at the defense uh, in this window, I think we bring Mopropanos back and we play him. I can, I agree with that. I think he, he should get, he should get a stop a spot because he looked good for us when he was here and then he was loaned out. So he deserves a run. Mopropanos can be recalled from loan. Uh, next up, the man whose goal against Spurs was my laptop background for about a year, uh, Lucas Torreira. I think we sell him and get money for him. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I think Torreira, I think Emery utilized him so, so poorly um, that I don't know if he'll get a run in the team. I think he, he is a better midfielder than both Jaka and El Nani. Um, and I think that he had so much promise when we signed him and El Nani just, I mean, not El Nani, Emery just threw it all away. He did. That way um, he, he chucked so it I think, I think Torreira's on loan at Atletico Madrid right now. I think he will leave permanently. And I think we'll get money for him, which is good. But I think Torreira could have been so much better with us. And it's disappointing to see that he hasn't, you know, turned into what we thought he would when we signed him. So we can thank Unai Emery for that. 
Yeah. Thank you. And I am doing one last thing for us. We, we love you. We love you dearly. Uh, the last player on loan for us, Matteo Genduzzi. I am torn about this because. So I'm not, I'm not torn about it. Ooh. Okay. Let me, hear I it. think um, he should be an Arsenal player. I think this midfield would really benefit from Matteo Genduzzi being in it. And I think out of all our midfielders, out of all our young midfielders, I think he has the highest ceiling for me. I could agree more. I, he has shown yes. so much promise. And just with all the mistakes Xhaka has made as a grown 28-year-old man, and we sent Genduzzi out on loan for making one rash comment against Brighton, I think that's super sad. Because he's, Genduzzi is like 20 now, I think. And he still has maturing to do. 20 is our age, Kyle. That's how old we are. Don't call me old. (laughs) But I mean, I think Genduzzi should be an Arsenal player. And I think, like I've said, this midfield would benefit from him in it. And I think he provides the dynamic play that Jaka and Elneny sometimes don't. So that's my thoughts on it. I'm not torn on it. I feel really confidently in the player Genduzi can be if we play him. And he's been solid with Hertha Berlin. You know what? I agree with that. I, I've been torn mainly because I think we can get a lot of money for him. And if we do end up wanting to get someone like Alwar, I think we'd have to sell Genduzi for the money. And it would probably have to be a swap deal with money included for Alwar. I think that's realistically, if we were to get Alwar, I think we'd, someone would have to go back to Lyon. And I think if it would be anyone, it would probably be Genduzi because he has shown the talent that they'd like. We want him. We don't want anyone else. We want him. So I agree. I think you should get around on the team. I think him and Joe Willick have a similar play style, except Genduzi's good. I think Willick has a lot of <laughs> promise, but man, uh, mm, uh, Genduzi's better. Uh, so Genduzi will we were called on loan and he'll play for us because he he's shown promise going forward. He's a really good, like box to box midfielder. He tracks back like crazy. <laughs> so I don't see why we don't bring him back. So after all it's said and done, we'll go through the list. Do you want to hear sell, keep or loan first? Let's go with sell. Sell first. The players that both myself and Arjun believe we should sell are Matt Macy, Hector Bellerin, Socrates Papadopoulos, Shkodran Mustafi, Callum Chambers, Saad Kalasanach, Mesut Ozil, Granit Xhaka, Willian, Eddie Nketiah or Fularen Balogun, whichever one doesn't stay, and Lucas Torreira. Those are the players we believe we should sell. The players we believe we should keep, Bernd Leno, Kieran Tierney, Gabriel, Rob Holding, Cedric, Pablo Mari, David Luiz, Bukayo Saka, Danny Ceballos because of loan, Ainsley Maitland-Niles, Thomas Partey, Mohamed Elneny, Joe Willick, Emil Smith-Rowe, Alexandra Lacazette, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, Nicolas Pepe, Reese Nelson, Gabriel Martinelli, Konstantinos Mavropanos, and Matteo Genduzzi. Those are our keeps, our loans, short, brief, sweet, to the point, Runa Runerson. William Saliba and Miguel Aziz. That is our who we should sell, keep, etc. from Arsenal. That's only half the battle, as we know. There is another whole half to this battle. 
which is when we sell these players, who do we bring in? Because so I think we have, we have clear issues and <laughs> we need to bring in players to remedy those issues. So let me, let me, let me hear, let me hear what you think. So um, after the clear out, our main needs will be at center back and uh, attacking midfielder. So at center back, you mentioned before we started taping Omar Rakik, who yes. uh, looks like um, he's going through a medical uh, soon with us. So I think he'll be joining us. He's 19. He plays for Hertha Berlin. And I hope it doesn't end up like the Saliba situation. Uh, he'll join the U23s to start with. So I don't think he will be, you know, in the first team to start, obviously. At attacking midfielder, the player who I've advocated for since the summer is Hussein Awar. But, and- but the issue with that, so firstly, I want Awar as much as the next guy does. I don't think we're going to sign him this winter. I, I don't think so either. I, I think January was never an option for Awar. I think the summer is, you know, the main, the main window for us to get him but he's who this team needs. And uh, we were in for Dominic Sobosly as well. For uh, don't don't mention that name. He decided to sign with uh, RB Leipzig from all RB Salzburg. So not really surprising there. The Red Bull clubs have their own little pipeline. So besides them, I really don't know who we're in for. I know Christian Eriksen is going to leave Inter in January. And yes. I think we could be as much as I don't want to. Diego Costa, um, I, oy, we won't sign him, but oy, I think he is. Oy, oy, oy. <laughs> he's um, left Atletico now. He's going to sign for Inter Milan, would, I think. It would completely shock me if we made a play for Diego Costa. I don't think we should make a play for him. I don't think he should even be in our phone book or in our contact. I think, I think honestly, very honestly, I think Christian Eriksen is a real option. Yeah, I I agree with that. I think Erickson's an option. I think obviously we would have wanted Sobosly, um, and over the summer we would have we would have wanted Awar. I think currently to remedy the situation because we I think we do end up needing we're going to need to get someone at Cam. I love Smith Rowe. I love Willick. I love Ganduzi, but they are not the level Ozil is. That is that is the issue here. Is that they're not the level Ozil is. If we're selling Ozil, we should get someone who is that level. That player would be Awar. The other options we have, I think, would be someone who's been rumored recently is Julian Brandt. He's been rumored recently. Yes, Portman. I would. I would absolutely love that signing. I would. I would be good. I would be down for that. That'd be cool with me. Um, the big money move we've thought of, Philippe Coutinho. I wouldn't be opposed to, but the amount of money you would cost would kind of make me skeptical. Um, if we sold Bellerin to them and got Coutinho in return, I'd be cool with that. <laughs> um, besides those two, Isco could be coming on loan because he's been ousted by Zidane. Uh, Marcel Savitzer from uh, RB Leipzig has been rumored to be leaving because he can yeah, fetch a pretty penny. Uh, I would. I think Spurs Spurs are making a play for Savitzer yeah. right now. I think there's better options than Savitzer. He's a great player. I think there's better options for us than him. Um, as you said, Erickson, he's going to be leaving. I think he goes to PSG and joins Pochettino. I think that's what happens for him. Mm-hmm. I, I think, think to us. I think he, wins. I think he's an option for us. I don't want him to come to us because he, you know, it, it's sort of a Willian type signing. 
you know, like Erickson is a better, he's a player of higher quality than Willian for me, but oh, by it, far. Would be, it would be a very weird signing. On Coutinho, Coutinho's facing surgery and he's going to miss several months. Yeah, so he so probably won't come. But he was, if he make a play for him, it will be this summer and he's 28 now. So I don't know how smart it would be unless it's a swap deal with Hector. It would, yeah, it'd have to be a Bellerin swap deal. Another deal, another player that has gone under the radar is Emmy Bundy. Exactly who I was going to say. Emmy Bundy, yep. he mainly plays as a winger. He is mainly a winger as a right wing specifically, but he can play across the midfield to the trio up front. So for us, yes. we play, say we play the four, two, three, one, like we did last game with Smith. Uh, who was it? Smith Rowe, Saka, and, um, I'm blanking up front. It was Martinelli. Those three as the like three midfielders with whoever up front, Alba, Lacazette, someone. Um, He can play kind of across that trio. Uh, He's mainly a right winger uh, currently for Norwich, but he can play across. Um, He, I think is not going to be at Norwich come, come the end of January. He, I'm very, very confident he will not be there anymore. Because he looks good and he is really talented and he's young. And I think I think out of everyone, the most realistic is Buendia, and the one that is the most money conscious and the one that I would be most open to is Buendia because he has played in the Premier League before on a team of much lower quality, and I think he could be he could slot into our system very nicely. Yeah, and we wouldn't. I think the price tag right now is fifteen million pounds, but I think we'll have to pay a little more since we're Arsenal. Um, so for me, Buendia would be a smart signing. Um, you know, the ceiling for me is our, I've always said it. I I rate our really, really highly, but it's not going to happen this January. I think this transfer window is mainly going to be about clearing. It's mainly going to be about getting rid of the dead weight and, you know, filling in with sort of younger players and players who are, you know, um, more economical um, in the money side of things before we get rid of Ozil's contract. So that's sort of my take on things. I think we will bring in a couple more signings like Marie, um, you know, uh, low money, maybe mid twenties um, that can, you know, sort of slot in there and be a solid player, not someone who's going to be the best center back in the world. Yeah. More signings I, like that. I think that is what's going to end up happening. I think, so first they were going to sign Omar Rekik. That's almost confirmed to be happening. And I'm fine with that. I'm cool with it because it's, it's depth. He looks good. He's young. He's talented. I'm not opposed to that. And mm-hmm. if we already have Gabrielle holding Marty and David Luiz of the ones we're keeping, plus Saliba as well, add Rekik. I'm cool with that. Perfectly fine with me. It is what it is. Uh, so that kind of quote unquote solves the defender issue for now, I think. That's something we look at in the summer if we're really not going to play Saliba. Um, but for now, that's fine. Then the midfield, as we've discussed, the realistic one, as you said, is Buendia. I personally would be interested to see Julian Brandt come. Yes, me too. I, I would like Brandt that too. would be interesting. I think also Isco could be an intriguing one. Um, that's not who I'd want because he'd have to come on loan and Madrid would have to take a lot of his salary to do it. But I wouldn't be opposed to it. Because he's, again, I just, I, I just hope something like that doesn't turn out like you know the Dennis Suarez loan thing did. Yeah, I but would want it to play. To loan, not a loan to buy. It shouldn't be a loan to buy. It should be a loan to keep loan. <laughs> yeah, 
exactly. And I mean, the Dennis Suarez loan was, I think he's a quality player, but he played for us like twice. I don't want the same thing to happen with Isco because we know how good he is. So I don't know how realistic the Isco thing is because I don't know how much we'll play him. It's a six month loan. So I think if we do get him, I think it will end up a lot like that Dennis Suarez loan. It'll take him time to adjust. We won't start him immediately, which is something Arsenal do. We don't start our new signings immediately ever. Yep. Um, unlike most other clubs, which, you know, they don't need to ease them into action. So that that's yeah. sort of the Arsenal way, I guess. And there is one more player I want to talk about. There's two more players technically, but one more Arsenal related. And that is someone who is very clearly going to be signed by a big club. And that is Ives Basuma from Brighton. Mm-hmm. He is a Malian six foot tall central midfielder who is a strong defensive player. And he's a, just a top talent. He's, he's talented. He's real talented. And we are rumored to be in for him to partner him with Partey because they would look, they would work real well. Yeah. What do you As think? Pivot, especially I think, if we end up, you know, clearing out that midfield, I think Basuma would be smart to pair along with Partey. And it's a tough one because Brighton are, you know, they run a different system than us. And, you know, we, I just saw Basuma play yesterday. So I think Basuma is a talented player. And I think having someone defensive like that, but my issue is, you know, the defensive midfield, the defensive side of the midfield hasn't really been the issue. It's been the creative side of the midfield. So if we can pair Basuma along with like a Buendia or a Brandt, I'd be fine with it to, you know, shore up and, you know, increase the confidence in that midfield. Yeah, I can agree to that. And if it came to say Basuma came, but someone like Willick had to go, I wouldn't be opposed. I, I wouldn't be opposed to that because Basuma could fill a couple of issues here or there and it would free up a bit more of the space with the amount of attackers we have. So if something like that were to happen, if Basuma were to come, I wouldn't be angry at it. And I think it would be interesting to see him play because I think he is very much so like a Idris Gay. He is an N'Golo Conte type of player and he looks real good and I want to see him. He's 24. He's talented he's real talented he's gonna be same with bandia he's gonna be at a bigger club like come the summer it's gonna happen he's not gonna stay at brighton all year he look liverpool are in for him madrid are in for him we're in for him i think he's gonna leave for somebody i want it to be us personally uh the last player though the last one i want to discuss is probably the biggest discussion point for the next six months Lionel messi he is out of contract this summer and he has openly said he is not going to be signing a pre-contract because he wants to focus on the season. Yep. He has openly said, I really want to work with Pep Guardiola. I loved working with him originally when he was at Barcelona. And that's why city were like the number one team in for him for the entire summer when that whole debacle was happening. What do we think will happen with Messi? The options are obviously, will he stay at Barcelona? Don't think it's going to happen. Will he leave? Will he sign a pre-contract somewhere? What do we think? And I want to start with you. What do we think is going to happen to, in my opinion, the greatest player of all time? 
What do you think is going to happen? In my opinion, too, he is the reason I love this sport so much. That's just flat out my opinion because he is my favorite player of all time. I think he is far and away the greatest to ever do it. And it's interesting because, you know, more and more over the last few years, I was, you know, a Barcelona fan before I was an Arsenal fan. And more and more, it's been, you know, oh, I'm a Messi fan, not a Barcelona fan. So my view on this is I wouldn't be surprised if he stayed at Barcelona. Number one, because Bartomeu isn't the president anymore. And number two, he loves that club so much. He is the club. He is the club at this point. And with Messi, it's really complicated because he will end his career at Barcelona, regardless of if he leaves this summer, he will come back and play a year at Barcelona before retiring. What I think will happen is this summer, I think he's not going to sign a pre-contract this January. He's not about, you know, the flashy. He doesn't want to say, I'm leaving in six months. I want this to be a send-off tour. He's not like that. I think City will be in for him. I think he goes to City, personally. Um, I think that is what will happen. And Messi is only 33 years old. You know, he's still got years left. I think he'll play at City for a little bit. I think he'll go to the MLS after that. I think he'll finish out his career as a 37, 38-year-old at Barcelona. And just like Henri did with us, he finished out his career at Arsenal. So I, I have to be honest, that's the exact same thing I see happening. I see Barcelona, he's going to not sign a pre-contract. He's going to say, I want to work with Pep. He's going to sign a very lucrative two-year deal with Man City. He's going to play with Pep for the next two years. After that, be like, peace, I'm going to America. Come to America for a year or two and then say, peace, I'm going back to Barcelona. He's going to go back there. They're going to win the Champions League one more time. Then he's going to ride off in the sunset. That's then that's that's that's, that's his five year plan. That's my <laughs> that's his five year plan. It, I would say I will say I see this happening, but I would be surprised because you know Messi's not a journeyman. He's not Zlatan. He's not one to you know hop from club to club. So the two options really are leave for City or stay at Barcelona. He doesn't go to the MLS as a thirty three year old. Yeah, He's still and playing this one. And also, there are all these rumors about, oh, he's going to go to PSG and play with Neymar. He's not going to do that. He, it's, it's, it's City, I think, Barcelona, or retirement. There's three options here. I don't think he's going to break any of the other three. He's not going to do anything outside of that. I think Neymar and Messi really want to play with each other again. And it's a shame that Neymar had to leave Barcelona in the first place. But I honestly wouldn't be surprised I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Neymar and Messi linked up one more time. And that would mean Messi going to PSG because Barcelona just don't have the money to get Neymar. They don't because they screwed themselves over. They did a they did a they did an Ozil. They all of their players are on redonkulous contracts. And because of that, they screwed themselves. And they shot themselves in the foot. So either Messi goes to City, he stays at Barca, or he just flat out retires and says, I've done everything I need to do besides win the World Cup. I'm retiring from club football. I'm going to play just international. I could see that happening. Or even if he goes to, say, uh, 
play at, what is it? River Plate is his club he played at when he was a kid? Uh, Newell's. Newell's. I could even see him going back to Newell's if he wants to just like just do international football, going to play at Newell's. I could see that happening. Mm-hmm. Like, that's if he, not, that's I, not yeah. to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what we think Messi's going to do. So it has been a long, long transfer special. And we will obviously keep you guys updated throughout the window on our weekly episodes. We also will have a recap episode at the end of the transfer window with all of Arsenal's hopeful signings. We have no clue if they're gonna what they're gonna do, if they're gonna sign anyone, who they're gonna sell, etc. But when that happens, we will bring it back to you guys with another transfer special. So please make sure to first to check us out at GG Gunner Pod on Twitter because we will have all the transfer news, all the transfer rumors. We're going to have a bunch of fun stuff content-wise going on there. So make sure to check us out, guys. Also, make sure to listen to episode eight. We just filmed it yesterday. It is up right now as of the time we're recording this. And it's, in my opinion, the best episode we filmed so far. But both parts, both episode 8.1, 8.2, great episode in general. So make sure to check that out. Make sure to check us out at Pod on Twitter. Thank you to Z89 for being our parent, being our parent club, uh, if you will. Uh, and that's it for us. That's that's the transfer window summarized and what we should do. We should sell off a lot of dead weight and clear a lot of it. And we got to bring in some new blood, but not too much is like, not too many players. We don't need 10. We need like two. We don't need a Chelsea. We need two players. So that is yeah, it. I agree. And uh, this was a lot of fun. I really have been looking forward to, you know, saying, you know, my thoughts about this squad and what we need to do. And just on a final note, the last couple results, you know, resulting in wins for Arsenal, Arteta has said he, this doesn't change the plans for a clear out. So what we're saying now might pan out. It might not. We'll have all of that for you on our recap episode coming in February, right after the transfer window is over. So I'm excited for that one too, to, you know, just look over things. And it's been fun, Kyle. This one's been fun. This has been amazing. So thank you guys for listening. Make sure to check us out. Also, if you have any questions, please make sure to tweet it at us or DM us because we will happily answer them in the episode. So that has been it from us, from the Going Going Gooner podcast. We are signing out of this transfer window special and good night.